What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Hey, it's Johnny King. What's going on? I was chatting with someone the other day, and they brought up a really good point. It's a simple, a simple thought, um, but I think it's kind of fascinating and something I'm just going to keep thinking about, but it might be something I obviously pass along to you. Um, she was telling me she was listening to, and I forget the woman to give her credit, someone who's either written, written a book. Or, no, I think she heard it on this woman's podcast. But anyways, um, the, the short of the long, essentially, is that this woman was saying, you know, women, or let's say girls, are taught from a very, very young age to divorce themselves from a relationship with their body, right? And that shows up with them not loving themselves, uh, appreciating what they have, you know, Women, of course, men as well. We're all built differently. We all have different genetics. We all, you know, we're not all, you know, (laughs) models, that's for sure. Uh, And yet, you know, one of the biggest challenges that I certainly have noticed too, being that I was kind of a a health and wellness coach for women for eight years, was how much perversion there was in in body image, right? I don't certainly think about my body as much. I'm sure a lot of men do, don't get me wrong. So it spills over into men, but it's it's not even remotely close to as aggressive as it is for women, right? Now, conversely, what do boys deal with? If it's not a divorce from, you know, their body and body image, what is it? And boys are taught to divorce themselves from their emotions, right? We're told to suck it up. You know, keep keep a, <laughs> keep a everything together. Be good boys. Be quiet. Don't, uh, you know, what, what's, what's the saying? Uh, don't rock the boat. I was going to say tip the boat. <laughs> I love it when I have brain farts while I'm uh, while I'm recording on simple things. But fascinating, isn't it? So women are taught to divorce themselves from their body. Boys are taught to divorce themselves from their emotions. And then as we grow up, what's the very thing that the opposite sex loves to see in each other? <laughs> Men are attracted to women who are in their bodies. Women, you know, or or they're even attracted just uh, visually to, you know curves and, and, and a woman's makeup, not actual like physical makeup, like on their face. I'm talking about like their physical body, right? And what do women love? Women love a man who's connected to his emotions. Interesting. What we find attractive in the other 
sex is the very thing that we get seated with as young children to to kind of see as a weakness, right? So women spend all of this money attempting to, you know, improve what it is they have, whether it be through surgery or makeup or workouts or undergarments, something like Spanx or, right? And yet then, because they see that what they have isn't enough. It's a weakness, right? Now men, of course, conversely, <clears throat> excuse me, we are emotional beings, but we're taught that that's a weakness. So all we do is we we play sports or we get mentored by, you know, uh, <laughs> society, by movies, by by our culture, right? Which is to diminish or to uh, repress those emotions. I talk about it in my book, you know, like I, I, I had this moment where I was flying, I was attempting to fly my sister's kite on a wind, windless day, right? I had this great idea, I'm going to go up to the top of this hill, I'm going to tear down this hill on my bike, holding on to my sister's kite, and with enough momentum, it should take it up into the sky, problem solved, right? Well, this is actually a pretty funny part of the book, but uh, spoiler alert, that kite makes a beeline into a tree, gets stuck in the branches, the uh, <laughs> the thread snaps at that, th that moment simultaneously. I'm kind of like looking over my shoulder and I'm standing up on my pedals, right? I don't know why. I think that probably was just more heroic. I slam on the brakes, I go up and over my handlebars and like do a flip and skid to a stop on the concrete. And I remember thinking that I had become a man that day. Why? Because I didn't cry. And I don't know how old I was. Maybe 12? 10? 11? 12? My little sister was probably 5, 6, 7. And, uh, and I was like, I remember just sitting there kind of like, it knocked the wind out of me. And I was like fighting back the tears, but I started laughing. And my little sister went to go get my older sister. And when they came out, I was just kind of laying in the street. I couldn't move. Well, that's not, it's not that I couldn't move, but I felt like I was like hurting everywhere. But I was laughing and like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I just felt like this sense of pride because now all of a sudden, you know, I am acting more like one of those superheroes that I see that I grew up with on TV because I went to war, if you will. I got I got injured, but I didn't cry. So I'm a man now. So think about that. By the age of like 10, 11, 12, it, would, it was already deeply seated in me that for me to show emotion, especially to cry, was ultimate weakness. And yet, <laughs> literally, in so many of my relationships, even my last relationship this past year, she would say, no tears? You, I, I mean, do you have any sense of emotion? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, damn it. That, that teaching is hardwired. 
and it would take so much of me and so it, it was like so to 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 shed a tear to get emotional to get um to kind of what's the word like let my guard down or uh yeah just to just to open up to be vulnerable with with my ex-girlfriend was like so challenging so challenging i would feel i would feel tears kind of like that lump in your throat you know welling up and i would like take a swallow and shove it back down right and i imagine it's no different it comes it shows up in its own way when it comes to women you know but they were probably constantly reminded how they're not enough and how only if they were improved in one way or another body shape eye color shape of their nose you know lose weight gain weight more muscle whatever like then they would be accepted and loved by men or by society right so i don't know i just think it's a fascinating thing to think about and see how gosh it's 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 just i was like oh my god i never really thought about it. of course it makes so much sense in this in the sense that of course it's 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 funny like our some of our deepest like woundings as children just even more so you know whether whether it came from our parents or came from our culture little boys no emotions that's weakness little girls can't be connected to your body you can't be you can't be you know happy with what you got it's always got to be more and then we grow up and we struggle to receive from the opposite sex or from it doesn't even have to be the opposite sex right but just maybe our significant others or from from other people that the very thing that we have learned growing up to to feel maybe shame about is the very thing that they're actually attracted to. Ah, it just boggles my mind. It's kind of crazy. It's just that's why I wanted to talk about it today cuz I'm like, man. So that's why I just hope that this maybe spurs on some conversation between you and your significant other or you and your children or you and your friends around the dinner table later on tonight. But 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 like I said, just pass it along. See, it's a it's a simple concept obviously, but See what other people think about it. And why is that? Why is it that the very thing that we often admire and find attractive, like, I can't tell you how many times I'd be like, damn, you look so sexy, or you look incredibly beautiful, or, you know, I love that outfit. And they're like, no, it's, I just don't like how it, like, so many women cannot receive, you know, the, the compliments and the acknowledgement that they are enough. And like I said, how many times <laughs> have I had women call me out? Like, could you actually connect to a sense of emotion? And I'm like, fuck, I'm trying here. <laughs> oh, man. So I wonder what it is. I know at least from, from my perspective I've, you know, it, I've rarely felt safe enough in a relationship um, 
or in the world maybe just to be vulnerable because because again like i said i've been taught that it's weakness so to 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 bear myself and my and my uh vulnerability would to put you know would would put me in harm's way and i imagine it's probably very similar for women in their with their perspective hmm Hmm. I don't know. That's uh I'm curious. I'm very curious about it. But anyways, vulnerability. It's interesting, isn't it? Uh and intimacy. Now, a lot of times when we think of the word intimacy, we think of like physical intimacy, like having sex or you know, that sort of thing. To me, there's so many different shades. There's like 50 shades of intimacy. <laughs> Have you ever read that book? Uh, side note, I read it when it was like the craze, you know, at least the first, I just read the first one. That was a struggle to get through. I don't know if you've ever read it or if you've known women that have read it. Uh, the writing's horrible. She's not a good writer. She likes to use the word sardonic over and over and over. Sardonic is like another word for sarcastic. She could have said sarcastic, but she liked to use the word sardonic, and that annoyed me. Um, I can certainly see why women like it, because at least the like the sex scenes cer- certainly uh, painted certain pictures in your head, right? But the rest of the book was not good. Ugh. Anyways, Fifty Shades of Intimacy, coming back around full circle, uh is it's 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 what's interesting like if you've listened to this podcast a fair amount am i vulnerable yeah do i share a lot of kind of like vulnerable uh experiences and thoughts and 100% but i do sometimes question do you as a listener feel like you have an intimate relationship with me like do you know you might know things <clears throat> excuse me that are actually intimate about me, if you've listened to this mo- podcast for a while, but do you actually have an intimate relationship with me? Chances are probably not, right? Because I don't feel safe. There's very few people in my life that I feel like I could actually be vulnerable with and and show the that raw emotion. So I say all this just because this is clearly something I intellectually understand. <clears throat> Excuse me. But when it comes to operationally, like, opening myself up on a day-to-day basis, it's so much more difficult. Because of the hard wiring that I have, that I've kind of uh, been ingrained with throughout my life. So, first and foremost, the first the first step towards excuse me, <clears throat> towards changing any of this, obviously, is awareness. Like, okay, cool. I can raise my hand. I have the awareness, obviously, enough to be articulate about how I'm feeling. But then to actually do it in moments of, you know, deep connection with a significant other, I still have challenges. So that's uh, that's a that's a huge part, in my humble opinion, of becoming king's is to not be, you know, uh, a king is not, in my mind, a callous, 
man. He's not a warrior who, like I said, shows no emotion. If anything, it's the exact opposite. The men who are true men, in my humble opinion, again, are those that somewhat wear their hearts on their sleeves and they put themselves out there, but they're not afraid because they know they're not actually going to be wounded or be seen as weaker because of it. If anything, they're seen as stronger. And so again, I, I intellectually and operationally experience this with other men who are older, who are, whom I view as kings, and yet it's still very, very difficult for me to, to you know, let myself open up <clears throat> to, you know, significant other, to others, to you even, listener. So I say all this just to give you perspective because if you struggle through this too, uh, you're not alone. If you're really good at it, God bless you, do not lose that. You know, there, there are women, there are men every once in a while who I find who are just, man, they're connected with their emotions, they're connected to their body. Um, to me, there's nothing sexier than a woman who knows, who, who is sensual and she knows who she is and she is one with her body. It's, it's unbelievably attractive. And I got to imagine, uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not attracted to men, but I got to imagine for women who are attracted or men who are attracted to men, that's gotta be deeply attractive too, to connect with a man who is connected with his emotions right? So that's what I'm moving towards. I hope you're moving towards it too. But I want you to, like I said, discuss this over dinner tonight or at the water cooler at the office, wherever you find some people who are, who you think uh, would be open to, to this type of conversation. Curious, um, you know, for you to have the conversation. And if you care to hit me up, podcast at johnnyking.com is my email or shoot me a DM on social medias. Let me know like how that goes. I'd be really curious to hear what other insights uh, others have on the topic of women being kind of cut off from their from their bodies and, and boys being cut off from their emotions. And then when we grow up to be adults, it's the very thing that we've been taught to cut ourselves off from that the that the opposite finds the opposite sex finds hugely attractive in each other. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, as always, for joining me on the Becoming Kings podcast. Enjoy the rest of the day. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, Follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.